Hey there, it's time for another episode of On Target Talks, the podcast all about the nitty gritty in digital marketing. From SEO to social media, from paid spends to trends, we've got you covered. And if you want to keep up with our On Target team, follow us on social media at On Target Digital via Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of On Target Talks, a podcast about digital marketing for digital marketers who want to learn about digital marketing. I'm Madison, the social media coordinator for On Target, and I am here with... Uh, I'm Connor. I'm the, the web designer here for On Target. And weighing in is our podcast audio master, sauce master extraordinaire, Tiki. I am here. I am weighing in on this podcast today. Yeah. We kind of forced him to. You did. You really did. Well, technically, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Well, that's just rude now. I mean, I kind of wanted to, but, you know. Okay, well. Now I'm having second thoughts. Then welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Takeem, your birthday was this past weekend. Technically, it was Friday, but we celebrated. How was your weekend? How was your birthday? Um, my birthday was like, you know, pretty chill. I worked, you know, I came into the office. You guys really showed me love. So I appreciated that. Um, we got bagels. Yeah, we had bagels. Yes. Plain bagels. Nice white bagels. No, it, they, were, <laughs> they were plain. Technically I had an everything bagel, but it's fine. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, on Saturday I went paintballing and like, you know, mm-hmm. I took it way too serious and kind of got hurt. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well. As long as you won, right? Yeah. I won a few rounds. I'm not gonna say I won all of them, but you know, I won the I won the rounds that counted. This know? is your podcast. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, we weren't there. I mean, like I kind of wish you guys were there because it was yeah. like really, really fun. Like you know, like that would be fun. Team bonding. Yeah, why not? Get some steam out. We could do it in the office. We could. It would be it would be a nice splash of paint to the to the white walls. Just avoid the orange walls. Maybe like Nerf guns in the office. I like Nerf guns. I think Connor's anti-nerf guns in the office. Yeah, that's something I feel pretty strongly about. <laughs> Why? It's, you know, it's just one of those things, right? It's like a classic trope. Yeah, it's it's a classic, we're trying to make the workplace more fun. Yeah. Okay. But we didn't know how to do it besides bringing plastic guns in and chasing each other around periodically. So you hate the fact that it's cliche, pretty much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, but they are fun, though. Oh, I love a good nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like the, the, the activity version of a pizza party, you know? Okay, I but, get what you're saying. But what is wrong with a pizza party? Maybe I just, I'm just not on the same page here. It. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. Personally, I agree with the Nerf gun thing. However, don't talk trash about a pizza party. All right, that's All right. fair. You're, right. You've got me there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, come on. What's better than a party and free pizza? Madison really enjoyed those pizza parties in elementary school, didn't you? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. When you got that, like, because it like was six six degree slice. No, because it was like a nasty, tiny little thin piece of pizza <laughs> which had barely any cheese on it, mm-hmm. which is why I loved it. Because I don't like cheese. I think it tastes bad. You don't like cheese at all. No. Well, like, I get extra sauce on my pizzas. Um. I like Cheez-Its, but that's not real cheese. So. It is real cheese. It says right on the box, made with real cheese. Some of it is real. Yeah, it's made with real cheese. Yeah, but it's, it's not a real cheese flavor. I can't believe you don't like cheese. 
My life would be a lot easier if I liked cheese. I wish I liked it. Says the guy who doesn't like mac and cheese. Okay, but mac and cheese is just just a, like a lot of cheese, and it's nothing but cheese. Like I like cheese on like you know a sandwich, pizza, no, no. you know like on a next pasta. But like you mm-hmm. know mac and cheese is just cheese and nothing but cheese. That's, it's and, overwhelmingly cheesy. Is mac and cheese not pasta? Okay, but oh. you know pasta comes with like other things, like you know like it may come with like chicken or beef or something like that. Mac and nope. cheese is like literally mac and just cheese and it's just overwhelmingly cheese i would argue that mac and cheese is pasta what's our what's our no it is pasta okay what's our opinion on on peas and ham and mac and cheese what okay first of all i don't eat mac and cheese yeah that's fair. so i can't answer that i think peas are odd i don't like them i don't like the texture they pop yeah i don't like that <laughs> all right so if we can agree that mac and cheese is pasta would you agree that a hot dog is a sandwich it's a hoagie because it's connected. The bread is the bread remains intact. So it's a sub. It's a sub. You know, yeah. I've really never thought about it, but just to play devil's advocate, I don't think it is a sandwich. I, I think, don't think it is either. I think it's a hot dog. I, I think, think it's it, a hot dog. I think it's just uniquely a hot dog. Yeah. I would not call it a sub either. But if, if the item inside of it, I mean, I guess you could say the same about a hamburger, but if the item inside the sandwich is a hot dog, how can you call the total package a hot dog? It's a hot dog sandwich that we've decided as a society to abbreviate simply to hot dog. I just feel like a sandwich has to be two separate pieces of bread. Yeah, exactly. It's a sub. And a hot dog is just like one piece. It's a submarine. Okay. Okay. All right. Ravioli. Pop-tart? Nasty. I got it it backwards. (laughs) You got it backwards. I got it backwards. I'll leave that in because that's embarrassing. (laughs) What did you guys end up doing for the weekend, though? This weekend, I spent a lot of time at home with my cats, mm-hmm. and I went to breakfast with oh. some friends. Okay. That was about it. First restaurant I've been to in probably four months, so that was exciting for me. Was it really? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't go, and you know, the Kobe's out there, so. No, true, true, true. So I, she's waiting. She's waiting. <laughs> I, I also went to a restaurant this weekend. Oh, which one did you go to? Cafe Murano. Never heard of it. It's a, it's a little Altamont classic. Italian. It's pretty good. You came all the way back to Altamont. I did. Gross. I did do that. I wanted. We. I got a reservation. Actually, technically, I did too, because I went to Brick and Spoon on Maitland. So. It's good. I recommend it. This okay. is a. This is a non-sponsored plug for Cafe Murano. Oh, for plugging restaurants, I'm plugging Sixty Vines. <laughs> I'll check those out. They're good. So, what are you guys talking about today? Today we are going over the importance of tone. Not just on your website or content that you're creating, but also on social media and how how it all has to tie together, basically. So, Connor, what's the first important thing people should keep in mind when they're setting a tone for their brand? When when you're setting a tone for your brand overall, mm-hmm. you it doesn't matter necessarily what tone you set. I mean, yeah. it does. It does, obviously, to an extent, but yeah. at a very base level, the most important thing is that you keep your brand, the tone of your brand, super consistent. Yeah. You, you you want it to seem like, you know, across your content that you're putting out, your blog posts, your social mm-hmm. content on the website, that it, it seems like it's the same, you know, I'll say person, yeah. but you know, often you'll have different people writing. Yeah. That it's the same entity. Yeah. So when you're thinking of your brand and you're really coming up with 
this kind of personality and tone that you're using, it's really important to, you know, think of your brand as a person. How would that person speak? How would they walk? You know, where would they shop? Things like that will help you identify what about that person is unique. What aspect of their personality are solely their own and you can pull those out and showcase them from your brand point of view and kind of make everything a little bit more human and like Connor said, cohesive across all of the content that you're creating. I didn't say that. Did you not? I didn't. I thought you said to keep it consistent. I didn't say cohesive. Is that not the same thing? It's different. Is it? A little. Oh, well, I meant consistent. <laughs> well, I'm not an English major, okay, Connor? Yeah, that's fair. I tried my hardest. I feel like you got the gist of what he was saying, though. Right? Okay, yeah. thank you. Takim, Takim has settled it. He's ruled on that. <laughs> right, can you okay. think of any, any good examples? Of tone? Or not even necessarily, like, of tone specifically, but uh -huh. of brands that... Of do friends. a good job maintaining a consistent voice and tone yeah. across. I would say that the obvious answer is Wendy's. It's always Wendy's. It's always Wendy's. They always have a good one. I think a less popular one, however, also a good brand would be Uno. They have a great, um, like a kind of like a sarcastic little, almost like, yeah, I guess sarcastic is probably just the best way to explain it, but nice sarcastic tone. I would describe it as, you know, your friend that, like, they do care about you, but they also want you to know that you're literally doing everything in your life wrong. So we, we covered Wendy's. We covered yeah. Uno, the card game. The card game. Didn't Uno. know yeah. they had a, a, a social presence, I won't lie. Yeah, I wrote a blog about it. You can check it out at OntarioWebSolutions.com. They literally just tell people that they're playing their game wrong, and the yeah. people argue back that we're yeah. playing their game right, and they don't know how to, like, you know, play their game correctly. Yeah, basically. I love that. It's great. Yeah. I mean, there's no rules in Uno, but... I also beat Madison and Diana in a game of Uno. Darn it. He did. And I'm really good at Uno. She is not. <laughs> <laughs> I keep a card deck of Uno cards in my purse at all times because I'm ready to party at any moment. To, to briefly tie in design into this chat that isn't about design at all. They... Not designs in everything, Connor. I'm sure. Okay, fine. Vis <laughs> visual design. But Uno did put out a uh, like a minimalist... Did um, they? Card pack. You know, they, they look have, really nice. They have really, really covered every aspect of design for Uno. There's a pack for everything. There's a theme for everything. Mm. I used to have waterproof Uno. Why? I don't know. That sounds like a good time, honestly. Like, you know, just playing Uno, like, we while swimming it? in a pool. Yeah, that's what we did when we were kids. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's fun. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Pure Grind Coffee. If you're a hustler, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a creator, you name it, this is the coffee for you. It's amazing. It's rich. It keeps us all jacked up here at On Target. So visit puregrindcoffee.com. It's a monthly subscription product that you're going to freaking love. What about the NHL? They don't have like a strong tone or anything like that? So there are some hockey teams that do have good social media presence i would say the colorado avalanche have probably the best social media presence um the content that they created while they were in the bubble was exceptional in my opinion um they uh hockey's kind of going through this transitional phase i feel like where it's not so much only people who are like fans of the 
you know, original six are still the only fans. There's a lot of younger players or people coming in to watch. So it's transitioning more from like a, this is our hockey social media where you can see what we're doing and how our points are to this is a whole brand that we're putting together that you can enjoy even during the off season. So I would say no, but they're getting there. Well, how about the NBA? Yeah, does the NBA have a good... I mean, when it comes, like, to the NBA and social media presence, I feel like their presence all around is just, like, um, pretty, like, Mm well-balanced. Because if it's either, like, a TV spot or, like, you know, like, something on the radio, I feel like they're always, like, you know, communicating some type of, um, some type of message to Mm -hmm. their fans, whether it be, like, social activism, you know, with, like, their main players or, you know, something else that's, like, going on in the world. So... Gotcha. I feel like they're really, they really do encourage like the yeah. players to have more of a social media presence yeah. than the actual like franchises and teams themselves. So like, it's different because you yeah. know like we get to like have like we get to see the personality of certain players yeah. that we can never get to like within like you know, um, within years past. Yeah. I think. January 22nd, which is also my birthday, was when Happy Kobe birthday. Bryant... Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Happy is, birthday. I didn't know it was your birthday this weekend. Is <laughs> when Kobe Bryant dropped, like, 81 points. And, like, um, they recently, like, had... Before he, like, passed, unfortunately, like, he, like, was watching the game of when he dropped 81 points and he was tweeting it. And he was like, yeah, I could have got to 100 points that game. You know, and they were, like, fans interacting with him. So they got to, like, yeah. see... Like, his personality and his tone, so. Yeah, that is awesome. I do like that. I think that's one thing that is really gaining popularity on social media is having more of a human tone behind your brand. So, obviously, the NBA is made up of a bunch of individual people who have their own personal, unique brand and personality. And now fans are getting to see that side of the NBA instead of just seeing the franchise before the players. And I think one thing that is really popular on social media is people love to get to know the humans behind the brand. They love to feel like your posts are coming from a human. They love to feel like they can interact with you and have a real conversation with you and not like everything is coming from a robot or Mm -hmm. from someone in like a pressed blue suit who has in a C-suite that's never been on Twitter in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it gives it more of an, uh, an authentic touch. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the key thing when you're picking out your tone is you want people to feel like they can connect with you. You want people to feel like they can have a conversation with you Mm -hmm. and that they can identify with that side of your brand just to keep those customers coming back because they identify so strongly with you. Yeah, that's something that can help a lot, especially if you're in, you know, some sort of a like a a commerce setting Mm -hmm. where you're actually you're trying to sell a product, a service to. But being able to feel like if you reach out mm-hmm. you'll get a response yeah a genuine response yeah not not just you know some canned yeah like yeah we're working on it yeah exactly and just the way that you present your tone through your website and through your social media will help convey that to customers and potential customers and may even help you get sales or you know whatever through that yeah there there are brands that i support brands you know biz- businesses companies yeah companies that i support specifically because of that where oh, like really? it might not be something that I would necessarily have gotten behind but mm-hmm. you can when you you know 
when you see them interacting with people and getting on top of it and, you know, especially if they're charging like a pretty humble price. Yeah. A lot of the time I will, I will want to at the very least follow them and keep up with them. It does make me appreciate it more because like, you know, um, consumers are becoming more savvy. Mm -hmm. So with like, you know, businesses like trying to keep up with like the curve of it, Mm -hmm. it makes it like, you know, like, okay, these, this is like a business that's, you know, not only like, putting effort towards their product, but, like, you know, like, communicating what their product is about and mm-hmm. with a certain tone or personality that just, like, you know, cuts through and yeah. reaches exactly. its consumer. Because you don't just want to be throwing yourself out there. You want to be yeah. building a relationship. Yeah. You want you want your, your base to... To keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, having that relationship with your customers is so important. <clears throat> It's so important to having lifelong customers and not having to constantly try and get new customers in because your customers are leaving for whatever reason. Having something that they can connect with is huge, especially for people in the past couple of years has really become more popular that everyone wants everyone wants to have that personal connection with everything that they buy, basically. Mm-hmm. And... They want to know the people behind the product, and they want to know the personality behind the product. They want to support something that is good, and, you know, your tone can help convey that. Your personality can really help convey a sense of trustworthiness before they even get into the details of your product or service. Mm-hmm. I think a good example, it just popped into my head. I can't remember the name of it. I think there's there's a bunch of them. It's not necessarily a digital service, but mm-hmm. it's a good maybe reference point for sort of like the the Wendy's style mm-hmm. thing where even if you're rude and aggressive it, it can be it can work it can work yeah. it's it's those restaurants where you yeah. go in and the whole point is that the wait staff mm-hmm. can berate you yeah and yeah, it's it. it's fun like you you go in there knowing mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to get treated like exactly like yeah. I'm I'm walking in here yeah I can't remember the name of it either but I know like there's a restaurant in California that does that and I think Vegas, maybe. But, you know, like like Connor said earlier, you know, to an extent, it doesn't really matter what exactly the tone is that you're using. You know, you can use a kind of boring, square kind of tone if that's what fits your brand and if that is what represents you and your company well. As long as your tone matches that personality and the design on your website and the presence that you have on social media, as long as it works and as long as it's consistent, at the end of the day, you can pick any tone that you want. Yeah. And yeah. I, like if you're, if you're like a, a mortician, yeah, you probably wouldn't want to be like sunshine and flowers all yeah. day long. Exactly. Yeah. And you probably wouldn't want to be too, too sarcastic or goofy no, with it either. Yeah, you exactly. want a very reserved, boxed, yeah. yeah, minimalist kind of tone there. Yeah, so it definitely depends. I think that is why it's so important to think of your your brand as a person that helps you pick out those key aspects of the personality that you should showcase. Yeah. I think that's all I have on tone. That's about all I got, too. All right. Takeem, anything to add? No, thanks for having me on um, this episode of the podcast, guys. I really enjoyed it. Takeem, thank you for joining us. It was great. We had a blast. Thank you all so much for listening. Follow us on social media at Ontario Digital Marketing. 
if you need help with your tone, content, website, anything else really that is involved in digital marketing, go ahead and fill out our contact form on our website and we will be happy to get back to you and help you out with whatever problem that may be at ontargetdigitalmarketing.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to another great episode of On Target Talks. We hope you enjoyed our insightful takes as well as our team members' banter. Again, follow us at On Target Digital on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you.